Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. The benefits of working with an executive coach. Welcome and thank you for joining us today. This is Rich and Mike with Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT. Leaders, are you taking the necessary action to keep yourself, your teams, and your organization moving ahead competitively, innovating, while creating an incredible culture. You may be, or you may not. Could you benefit from working with an executive coach? Maybe that's just what you need now to get you and your culture and your whole workforce to the next level of success. So act, act, that means taking action, right? But also ACT stands for and cultural transformation. That's what we do here. So let's begin. Today, we are very pleased to have with us Donna Tarantino. Hi, Donna, welcome back. Great to have you here with us today. Take a moment and introduce yourself to the folks watching. Well, thank you again for having me today. Um, my uh, experience um, covers the fashion, wellness, and beauty categories um, in retail merchandising and marketing, and I've worked with various um, in ver- with various brands all sides of creating a brand in a business um, and taking some really small niche brands that no one really knew about, making them big and powerful household names. Um, I've I've worked in the business a, a long time. I love it. Um, that's what's brought me to executive coaching is all the work that I've done with people um, in mentoring and managing people and realizing this is time now to give back with all that I've learned with my experience as well as through um, um, intelligent leadership um, and become an executive coach. So let me just unpack that just a little bit for you and for the folks, if I could, okay, with you. Um, So you're you're a person who has been in this industry. You've been involved with it. You've been creating with, you know, what you do and then helping others to create, bringing it out of them, right? So you've been there, you've done that, and you understand that really, really well. When you work with the people in that industry, do they always know what it is that they're looking for, how it works? Are they still in a process of figuring out what that process is of creating and bringing a product to the market? You know, yeah, so it's interesting you say that because when you start to really have discussions and it's honestly, I have this interview way that I through through my experience in broadcasting an interview way of asking people a question without them realizing what they're telling me 
Um, and, it, and, you know, it's almost like executive coaching when you talk to someone and you are listening to their story and what it is they're trying to, what their goals are, their vision. I am able to kind of start to piece it together for them because a lot of times they're so close to what they're doing because it's their, it's not only their bread and butter, but it's their, it's just, it's their life, right? They've put their blood, sweat and tears in it, as I like to say. So sometimes they're a little too close to it. So when you talk to them and you go through a process, you start to get those details to come out about what it is that they really want or what they're trying to, um, achieve okay good so that's that's great that frames it up really really nicely mm -hmm. so with that kind of you know focus what you've just done here what then as you take a look at them in terms of the benefits that they need what is that they re they may not know that right they may not see that yet they may not get right. that but you being able to be that person on the outside looking in and seeing what's going on here what are some of the benefits that they really really need and could get by working with you as an executive coach? You know, it's funny because what I did in my past really works well with executive coaching because the, the benefits are many. There are tangible benefits, there are intangible benefits. So some of the key ones that I, I continue to see is um, self-awareness. Who are you? What do you want to be, really? And looking at what are my strengths and weaknesses um, how do I leverage those strengths, but then how do I develop those weaknesses or those gaps so that they're balanced? Um, another thing is better social skills, especially in the modern office where there's a lot of virtual meetings. I think you need to over communicate and you need to understand what that means. So maybe you're becoming a more active listener. You, um, you need to be you become more diplomatic, more persuasive. You're more motivating or um, inspire your people more. You know, and I've seen that through what we've gone through with COVID, that we're doing a lot of things on Zoom or Google Meets, that that's really important and that's a really great benefit to have. Um, and another thing is that your cognitive, cognitive ability, your awareness is better. Um, there you, you think differently. Right. You're more open to um, other people's ideas or concepts that actually it's a whole new world. Yeah. And that's to me, that's one of the most important ones and the one I get excited about, because you start to look at things in a different light on a different level that truly it's a whole new world that you never knew existed. You know, that, there's, you just made an interesting distinction there. And I want to underline what you just did, because I think it's so important. And that is this. As leaders, sometimes we can get into these cocoons of what we're kind of protecting our power and who we are. It's mm -hmm. that lack of transparency and vulnerability, right? And what you're suggesting here is that you've got to be more curious. Mm -hmm. Really exactly. have to pay attention, listen and watch, ask better questions, find out. That, make sure, is that what you're really saying? Is that what we, we really want to do here? Did everybody get that? Let me make sure that you got that. Tell me what I, all that kind of stuff is going on. So there's a higher level of engagement that's necessary, which means as a leader, you're really kind of taking yourself and you're putting yourself out there more than you probably ever had. You know what I'm saying? And that that truly as an executive coach comes from experience, because looking at what I've learned 
throughout my career, the most exciting thing was to sit down with with my team and really listening to what they have to say, their ideas, their concepts, and going, wow, that's great. You know, the excitement and the positivity that comes out of that is so important. And that's a that really, I mean, then we go into just those th- three main um, key points, what that brings to the table. You've got, you've got employees that are happy, that want to work, that want, you know, you've given them an incentive like, wow, she likes my idea, right? Or the team likes my idea. So now yeah. they're willing to even take it further. Right, right. You have to pay, you actually have to make a bigger uh emotional investment more energy to pay attention and then notice and then compliment it, it's it's a lot harder in that way mm-hmm. thank you rich what about you let's talk about what are the the priorities that leaders have is in this changing world of ambiguity and we're not always sure where it's going and it's on all the trial and mix up of stuff we can lose a sense of vision we can lose a sense of direction we can lose a sense of cohesion with our organization and with our people and all of that Talk to us about what is it that that leaders really still want to do, but because of all the confusion and the tumult and so on and so forth, here here's what an executive coach can help you do to bring it down, get get it back to focus. Yeah, I think the quest for normalization is a real struggle. It's a struggle for leaders. It's a struggle for employees. It's a struggle for organizations as a whole. And quite frankly. Uh, those organizations and those leaders who have a plan in place, an intentional plan in place, not just a plan, but it's an intentional plan to, to be able to pivot with this new change, they're the ones that are going to be successful. Okay, so how do you get that plan? How do you put that plan in place? Well, there's, there's a lot of learning to be done for all of us. I mean, 67% of companies out there are now switching to having employees home full-time or a modified work schedule Mm -hmm. where they're going to come in maybe one day a week, um, you know, all hands on deck on Monday and the rest of the week you're from home. Well, we're social creatures. Humans are social creatures. We still need that support. We still need that communication. We still need that consistency. And honestly, if leaders and organizations out there are chilling and think, you know, this is going to pass. You know, if we ignore it, this will pass. We'll get back to normal and everything. You might as well be sitting in your lawn chair in the middle of the freeway because you're chilling in the wrong place. It's a, it's a bad cup for someone to be in. The companies the companies and the leaders who get executive coaching and that are going to help them understand how, to, how this change leadership works, to be a change leader, how to pivot, how to be nimble, how to be open, how to be vulnerable are the ones that are going to be the the successful organizations of the future bottom line mm-hmm. it's not the same world it's not the same way of thinking and if you're still out there saying man i got this you know how i know how to do this well you know i'll tell you i'll tell you this quite frankly is you really need to step back and take a look at your change leadership plan about your own self. Are you truly ready to do this? Because if you're a leader and you have a lot of people counting on you, not only in maybe you know brick and mortar office, but a virtual world, you've got to you've got to have those plans in place. Are you prepared? Truly prepared? 
because the organizations who are, are the ones who are going to be the ones that are going to be the, the success of the future. So underlining the ideas of communication and watching out for your, your employees and, and keeping that sense of objective and vision in mind and helping people to come together and work with them, communicate more effectively and support and encouragement. There is an underlying thought. There's an underlying objective. And that underlying objective, just so that everybody here that's listening doesn't think we're out there, you know, pie in the sky stuff, just talking theory. The underlying objective is the continuity of the work and what the work produces. That's when you really take a look at, just to give a quick analogy here. Let's say you're in a ship and you're out sailing, you have a destination you're going to, you know where it is you're going, you have the resources, you have the crew and all, all that's necessary to do that. Then out of nowhere, completely unexpected, you are hit with this massive storm and it rips and it rolls and it's taking you all sorts of places. Your instruments aren't even working anymore. It's so tumultuous, right? And by the time it finally settles down, you find your way, way, way off course. There's some, you've lost some people. There's been some damage to the ship. There's all sorts of things that have gone on. Here's my question to you. Just because all that happened and the damage that took place that it did, do you give up your destination? No. You don't, do you? No, no, no you can't. People are counting on you. Yeah. So really, and you're the captain. Your, your head's still spinning. Wouldn't it be nice to have somebody that could you could radio and say, where are we? What's going on? Can you give me a different point of view? Because right now, we feel really beat up and broken. Can you help me out to get back on track to reach the destination? Because that's the sense of the continuity of work. And that's kind of thing for you folks, leaders out there. You may need a different perspective about where you are, how to get there, that you may not be able to do on your own. Even your team may not be able to give that to you. But you need somebody from the outside who's kind of been there, who's seen it before, that can say, let's start using these different tools to get you back on track. Mm -hmm. Is that something like we're talking about here? Is yeah. Do that? You know, that's that's something uh, that's a good point. A coach is a great sounding board too. a great sounding board for, you know, concerns, you know, and just just to be able to lay some of your to vent to about some of these issues. Um, you know, and I'm talking even perhaps external versus internal coaching. Mm -hmm. You know, that external coach is that guy that you can really go to and say, really vent to them about maybe consider issues you're having. How do I get past this? You know, help me brainstorm this. Uh, there are so many benefits of executive coaching that, you know, I don't know that we have time to list it all. We truly don't, but back to your point, you know, you did that captain. If you got someone on your ship, you're off course, who knows how to, you know, those sextants, you know, that you can look at the stars and you can get your way back. You might have someone on board that knows how to do that. Go to your team. You, I mean, that's the whole thing about building culture, building culture and having those people around. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little example of this too because culture is a serious part of leadership. It's, it's leaders. Culture starts leadership down. And how do you build that culture? Well, seven thousand leaders worldwide were surveyed on this. Out of those seven thousand leaders, a little more than eighty percent said, yeah, culture is really important. That's an important part of, of our business. When they were questioned, what is culture? Only about 25%, 25, 26% 25, 
were able to say, yeah, we think, you know, we know what culture is and we understand, you know, how it works. However, only 19% of those, those 7,000 global leaders thought, not definitely said, but thought they had some kind of form of culture in place. Okay. How many of those 7,000 leaders said definitely I've got, we've got a great culture. Well, I don't know because the answer was zero if, you know, they didn't really include that in the survey. But if you only have 19%, a little over 1,300 of those 7,000 leaders that thought they might have culture in place, that might say you've got a lot of ground and a lot of opportunity for someone to come in and teach you what culture is all about. How to, how to truly build that culture. And that's one of the huge benefits of having an executive coach. Um, I'll tell you, if, you know, with this change, with everything that's going on and all these people still being at home, that culture is more important today than it ever has been. You've got it, and it might have to change. It might have to change. How many of these people work, working virtually will never, ever get the opportunity to meet in person, but they still need that organizational culture to move forward. I mean, that's, that's great stuff. Let me add something here to going back to the shift and the storm and that kind of analogy. You brought in the sexton, right? And it's like, it helps you, it looks at stars. In all the tumult and all the things that have happened, you as a leader may not have recognized that that sexton was damaged. Mm -hmm. We think it's still working. We think mm -hmm. it's still fine. And yet it's not giving us the kind of results that we want, but we're thinking it should and it's supposed to, but we, we don't have any other standard by which to operate. We had a conversation, you know, uh, not too long ago with somebody who thought they had the sexton right. It was all lined up. It was working perfectly. It was going to be great. And then something happened and man, whoop, yeah. total wrench in the works. And, he, and, it, and it deeply affected this particular leader. That, really bigger, that bigger cruise ship came along and they jumped ship. Yeah, yeah, and so having that coach is saying, you know, I, I'm not there in the middle of the storm like you are, and I'm safe here on land or wherever it is that I am, and my sexton really does work well. Let's check yours. Let's see how it's going. And it, and it is that opportunity to take a deeper look at not only as you as a leader, but to be honest with you, your culture may not be all that you think that it is. And you not knowing that, it could come back and bite you at unexpected times when you least expect it. So those were one of those, another one of those. Let me get a, a different perspective, not only about you, let me help you get a real perspective about the organization that you lead. That making sense to everybody? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I mean, you know, you know, go ahead, Rich. Go ahead, Donna, go ahead. No, I, the point I want to make is we've all been in, in situations, I think, um, where we've seen good culture and bad culture. We've talked about this before. Uh, if, if you're in a situation like you talk about the ship, it's a matter of survival. And you've got to be able to count on each other. The trust has to be there. And a good leader knows how to bring that bring that. Um, out in people, right? No, and and has a relationship, right? Yeah, having a relationship with, and when I say relationship, it doesn't mean you have to go out and have drinks after work or that's 
A working relationship is being able to trust each other, to work together, to resolve something, to come up with a solution when you're in a situation like the ship. Exactly. And a good leader knows how to do that. Right. You know, I think the word that is that's right there is not just trust, trust, but I think a more gut level uh, term for it is count on. Yes. I know I can count on you. Rich. Yeah, I was going to say, Donna, you mentioned something earlier today in a different call that we were on um, about a, a person you're working with that was talking about the difference between mentorship and coaching. And they, I mean, and you had to really explain the difference. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big, you know, big issue right now. So what, what is the difference? I mean, mentoring, people use both coaching and mentoring very loosely. So mentoring is really someone that is in your industry that has resources, has that experience and expertise. They're a thought leader and you go to them for some advice on how to handle things within your industry or they need resources. And it is a, it's an ongoing relationship um, where, you know, coaching is, is executive coaching is very different. You know, it's, it's where you have a specific amount of time you're going to spend with someone, whether it's three months, six months, 12 months, you're going to do assessments. You're going to do some real, um, I don't want to say that mentoring is not work, but this work is very different. You're really going to take a deep dive into what those strengths and, and gaps are and really put together a development plan to go from good, better, best, Right. For yourself, we talk about best practices in corporation. Well, you need best practices as a leader, too. And I think executive coaching, putting together that um, personalized, customized plan helps you get there. So it's very different from mentoring. And when in that conversation um, this morning, when the woman asked me about the difference between mentoring and coaching, she said, you know what? I don't need a mentor. I need an executive coach. I need your help. So, yeah, just as simple because people don't really understand the difference because it's just, you see it all the time. It's just used in a very generic way and people are interpreting it the way they want to interpret it. Right. So I was glad I was able to clarify that with her. Because she realized the difference of what she really needed to not only um, uh, to help her herself, but to also help her business. That's great. Anything else on that, Rich? No, I, I just think that's a very important point. Uh, you know, a lot of people misunderstand what executive coaching is and the real benefits you can get from executive coaching versus you know, we're not life coaches. We're not mentors. You know, there's a, there's a big difference in, in executive coaching. And I'll tell you, you need to be ready. You need to be prepared for executive coaching because it's not easy. You got to be able to make that change. You got to be self-aware. I, I got to tell you, I, I, I saw, and I think I forwarded this to you, Michael. I saw the best, one of the best examples of being self-aware that oh, yeah. I've ever seen. And I, I don't know the guy's name. I, I need to go back and look. But he, he talked about where our nose on our face is situated right above our mouths. Now, if you don't brush your it's kind of a, a, a funky, you know, example. But 
if you don't brush your teeth for three days, your nose isn't going to tell you that. But the people in the room are going to know, you know, <laughs> your friends are going to know, your wife's going to know, your, your associates are going to know, but you're going to be completely unaware of that. But they're going to, they're going to know, everybody in the room is going to know exactly what's going on with you. And that's, I think that's one thing about being self-aware is we really don't know our downfalls a lot of times. You know, we can look in the mirror and still see, you know, someone that we think is doing great is fine. I don't need coaching. You know, I'm good. I got this myself. Well, this is where the vulnerability decision, the courage to be able to ask those people around you and take their feedback, their constructive criticism and run with it and go. You know, a lot of times this constructive criticism that we're so afraid of is coming with love. It really is. It's coming with with a desire to make you better. There is one of the biggest advantages right there of being an executive coach because all the executive coaches I know have a serious passion with wanting to help people succeed. It's not just about I'm I'm a coach, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a shirt that says coach on my upper, you know, left pocket here. It's truly about a desire to help others succeed and helping you to get that next level. And if you get to that next level, how many uh, coming behind you are gonna get to that next level? What's your legacy gonna be? How are you gonna be remembered? How's your organization going to be remembered? Are you the ones that are going to be, the, are you the blockbuster of the future? Or are you going to be, you know, the apples of the future? It's your choice. Very good. Very good. Thank you both. Donna, somebody wants to have that critical conversation with you about you being my executive coach. What do they do? How do they get a hold of you? Um, well, they can get a hold of me by um emailing me at dtarantino at intelligentleadershipec.com or the Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaching website um, or um, LinkedIn. Drop me a, a note on LinkedIn. All right. Very good. Thank Excellent. you again. It's a pleasure to have you here today. It's Thank you. great to see you and uh, have this chance to hear of your wisdom and your insights. Excellent. Thank you. Rich, take us home here. Thanks once again, Donna. It's it's always a pleasure uh, to have you on, and uh, I will make sure your contact information gets put out there. Once again, to everybody out there listening to us and those who are going to download this podcast later on, we appreciate your support. We appreciate you being here, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, hearing from you again. Go to our website, executiveleadersactilec.com. Drop us a note. Tell us what you want to hear about. And uh, once again, thank you. Take care and be safe. All the best. Thank you. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.